Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please, enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. Our names are Beth, Jilly, and Addie. And we are your hosts for our episode on Unit 7, Examples of Evolution, the Three-Spine Stickleback. Today we will be discussing the Three-Spine Stickleback and how it relates to the AP Biology curriculum. Thousands of years ago, stickleback fish resided only in oceans. However, geographical changes allowed the stickleback fish to migrate through rivers and streams. Some ended up in lakes where they were completely isolated from their ocean-based relatives. Although similar in some ways, the oceans and lakes presented stickleback with unique predators, competitors, and environmental conditions. As a result, what was considered best fit for the environment differed in each case. Scientists, according to Learn Genetics, observed these differences and ran a study to determine what physical changes had occurred due to evolution in each habitat. What they found was that the ocean sticklebacks and freshwater sticklebacks differed greatly in a number of different physical characteristics. For example, the ocean sticklebacks generally had a much greater size than their freshwater relatives. Moreover, they differed in body length, spine length and number, fin shapes, and lateral plates. In ocean sticklebacks, scientists determined that the most commonly observed lateral plate count was 33. However, in freshwater sticklebacks, they had only 5. What's more interesting, however, is the speed at which this evolution can occur. In the past, scientists could look at the obvious differences between the ocean and freshwater sticklebacks. However, this change occurred over millions of years and thousands of generations. In reality, this change can occur much faster. According to Berkeley News, Michael Bell, a scientist, ran his own experiment to determine how fast evolution could occur. He placed ocean sticklebacks into lakes in Alaska 2009, 2011, and 2019 and studied the process of evolution that they went through over time. He and his fellow scientists used specific tests that singled out DNA sequences that were not common in ocean sticklebacks but proved beneficial to their counterparts. Each year, he would collect some sticklebacks and map out their DNA to single out these sequences and determine the changing frequencies. The results showed rapid changes and evolution in their data, which shows that this evolution can happen on a much faster scale than previously thought. What is possibly more interesting is the fact that this evolution has occurred all over the world in the last 10,000 years, and yet all freshwater fish seem to evolve in very similar ways. According to Nature.com, David Kingsley discovered using genome sequencing that freshwater sticklebacks are more similar to other freshwater sticklebacks across the globe than they were to ocean sticklebacks just a few hundred miles away in 150 of the sequences. This is especially interesting because, while in most cases they seemed to match their geographically similar counterparts, the freshwater sticklebacks had evolved in the same way as others like them despite being isolated for up to 10,000 years. Similar conditions, therefore, allowed for similar evolution to the point that scientists could pinpoint exactly which genes were likely to change. What this data shows is evolution. 
The sticklebacks in the freshwater were separated from those in the ocean for long enough that they were able to adapt to better survive in their conditions. Factors such as predators, ocean depth, resources, and more all may have played a part in causing this evolution to happen. This type of evolution is called natural selection and is a result of those best fit for the environment being the most likely to survive, have offspring, and therefore pass on their genes. It can occur over hundreds of generations or in just a handful and can lead to the same species having a widely varying genetic makeup that best suits their environment. Thank you for listening to this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com. Thanks for listening!